Hello, I'm Rob Beckett. And I'm Josh Whittacombe. Welcome to Parents in Hell, the show in which Josh and I discuss what it's really like to be a parent, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, to make ourselves, and hopefully you, feel better about the trials and tribulations of modern day parenting, each week we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how they're coping. Or hopefully how they're not coping. And we'll also be hearing from you, the listener, with your tips, advice and, of course, tales of parenting woe. Because let's be honest, there are plenty of times when none of us know what we're doing. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Elevate every morning with Tommy John's Second Skin Underwear. The luxurious support of Second Skin guarantees everything will go smoothly. With over 20 million pairs sold and thousands of five-star reviews, guys love Tommy John. Plus, your most valuable assets are covered with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. Shop Tommy John's friends and family sale right now and get 25% off site-wide at TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. See site for details. This is not the sound of a stream running through the mountains. It's water from a leaking pipe trickling down a stairway. That's not a frog splashing into a lake. It's a piece of sheetrock falling into a puddle on a kitchen floor. And that's not a hiker taking a deep breath of mountain air. It's a homeowner gasping at the sight of a $12,000 water damage repair bill. 40% of homeowners have experienced water damage. Protect your home with the Moen Smart Water Monitor and Shutoff. Moen. Hello, you're listening to Parent in Hell with... Can you say Bob? Bob. Can you say Beckett? Beckett. Can you say Josh? Josh. Can you say Widdicombe? Widdicombe. <laughs> nice job. Nice job. Nice job. Hello, you divine pair of sexy and relatable slags. What a start. <laughs> slags. Uh-huh. This is our one-year-old daughter, Wednesday. Wednesday West, who will be two. Wednesday West. What a name. Jesus. Wednesday's from the Adams Family. It's the only Wednesday I know. Yeah. Isn't it the biggest thing on Netflix now, that Wednesday Adams show? I don't know what's big anymore. I just watch documentaries about people dying. <laughs> what, what kind of people? Well, like serial killers. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. How are you? You sound a bit sad. Are you all right? I'm just tired. Tired. I've managed to take too much on again for a couple of oh, weeks and Josh. I'm fucking livid at myself. Okay, well, it's happened now, so don't beat yourself up. We all make mistakes. No, 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 it's fine. Yeah. But really, you should get a fucking handle on your schedule. I'm joking. <laughs> too right. <laughs> You're all right, though. You're just a bit tired. Oh, just, just, just life. Too much socialising or too much work? Too no, much... What? Do you know me? <laughs> too much going out. Candle burning, both ends. I've got candles burning, but that's to calm me down. <laughs> When you came in, I said to Michael, Josh is either tired or he's on drugs. I'm not on drugs. No, I'm just fucking <laughs> fucked. I'm just, uh, yeah. Shall we read some correspondence and then we can all have a good time? <laughs> is that a bloke on beep? 
I'm just fucking fucked because he's a fuck. Okay, all good. Um, did we read out who that we got Wednesday? Was there another bit to that email? Oh, yeah, sorry. Listening to people talk about children uh, with less traditional names. Wednesday's great-grandma, 99, still going strong. Didn't believe we'd called her Wednesday until she was four months old. Lots of people ask where we got the name from, in brackets, as she predates the Netflix show. Uh, they were both fans of the Adams Family. It was really the only name we could agree on. Recently saw your work in progress show in Portsmouth, and it was ruddy excellent. Oh, thank you very much. Can't wait to buy some tickets to Nottingham, which I've heard isn't selling as well as the others. Are you dying? Oh, you do need to cough. What's happening here? I need to cough. <laughs> <clears throat> I thought you were just slowly wilting away. What a way to go. Keep up the excellent work and stay sexy and relatable. Sophie and Westy from Portsmouth. Oh, thank you. Thank you to everyone that's been coming to the Work in Progress shows. Yeah, they've been a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, they've been good. And putting up with us changing bits and trying bits out, because that's the point of the Work in Progress. So they went for Wednesday. They didn't want Morticia. No, or Pugsley. Gomez. What about calling their daughter Uncle Festa? Yeah. Or Lurch. Or Thing. Was Thing the hand? thing yeah lurch doesn't really get used for a tall person anymore does it no it doesn't does it, it was, um, when i was a kid that was yeah fucking, here comes lurch yeah of course but i think i suppose the fact that she said predates the netflix show shows that in her mind the adams family's kind of been forgotten i loved those two films they were fucking brilliant well no but the first appearance was 1938 no, I know they were a TV show, but I mean, yeah. when I was a kid, the film starring Angelica Houston as Morticia and oh, um, top level. Christina Ritchie were fucking brilliant. That was amazing. Uh, yeah, so she must be young then, the person that's wrote in, because uh, written in? Written in, whatever. What is it? Wrote, wrote in, written in? Um, the person who's written, written. Written, yeah. Written. Well, she, she must be young and not aware of the 91 film we're talking about. No, but she says we were both fans of the Adams Family, but it implies that a lot of people that ask them don't know... Time moves on, Rob. We've just got to deal with yeah, it. Yeah, I suppose the new that Netflix things is all about Wednesday, though, isn't it? It is. It is. So that's the problem. Hump day. Have you seen it? Wednesday's my least favourite day as well. I'm not. You uh, what? It's my least favourite day, Wednesday. That sounded yeah. genuinely like you said. Wednesday is my Willie's favourite day. Or oh, when we. Mm, and I was like, my Willie's favourite day is Monday. I think. I know. I don't want to know what your Willie's favourite okay. day is. <laughs> I don't want you to ever call it your willy because it's weird. <laughs> and I don't want to know if it has a favourite day. And even if it does have a favourite day, I don't want to know. When's your willy's favourite day? It hasn't got a favourite day. My bum hasn't got a favourite day. It's got a worst day, which is the end of the weekend when I've been eating badly. Oh, really? Is that how but it like, works? Tuesday, my bum holds clean as a whistle. You could eat your dinner off it, Josh. I don't want to know. I don't want to eat my dinner off it. <laughs> no, I'm just saying you could. Well, I don't know if I could, actually. It depends what you're having for dinner. Yeah. I think also it would drastically alter our relationship to the point where the podcast would be over. Yeah, that, imagine going in for a meeting with Michael. Why don't you want to do it, lads? Well, Josh ate a vegetable lasagna off my bum hole. And now he won't look at me in the eye. What would you eat if you had to eat? What did you have for dinner last night? What did I have for dinner last night? Yeah. I had tofu. Oh, I know. What a life. I think that my bum hole might make that more tasty, to be honest. <laughs> Finally, some seasoning. Finally! A bit of flavour. Right, let's get on to the uh, correspondence. We've given the shout out to Wednesday. Yeah. Interesting, though, that my issue with different names mm. for children is that if you have more than one kid, you can't have a child called Wednesday and the other ones are called like Stephen and Patrick. Yeah, yeah. You've got. Which a- the first two names of Morrissey. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, what a boring thing for me to say. Oh, you've done worse. But, um, <laughs> it's... <laughs> I have. 
Any other people called Stephen you want to bring up? What about Stephen Patrick Morrison? Yeah, but don't try and rescue it now. I, mean, no, I no. think that's quite... In- has that come from your... Is that a coincidence? Right, or- so you did QI. You recorded QI. I don't know if it's gone on telly yet. Would you have said that on there as a quite interesting little fact? Oh, honestly, they're not interested in interesting stuff like that. They're only interested in fucking fish, mate. <laughs> not fucking fish. Three separate questions on sea life. I've got nothing. I'm sat here... It was all about fish, was it? Yeah. What's Tosfig now about I'm reading fish? a book about Barcelona versus Real Madrid. That's the kind of thing I'm interested in. Not one tidbit about Pep Guardiola and Jose Mourinho's <laughs> friendship before it all went wrong. Nothing about the dream team of Johan Cruyff in the early 90s. Barcelona does have a massive aquarium. I'm sure it does. Could have brought that up. And do you know what? Mm. It's also got a fantastic sponsor. But <laughs> we're not going to get... That was from <laughs> <not>. Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I've 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 always enjoyed QI, but I'm play the role of the person that doesn't know anything about anything. But it's annoying because I do know stuff about things. Yeah, but all the things I know about are things that don't come up. True, I d- I enjoyed it when I did it, but I've always been put off by going on it because that's Alan's role, really, isn't it? The sort of yeah. I don't know. So if Donna tread on his toes, but he knows way more because he's been on QI for oh, twenty yeah. years, <laughs> so he knows fucking loads about fish. <laughs> Because <laughs> my, my power hate with comedians is, right? Yeah. They get to a certain point where they don't really care about being funny anymore. They want to be taken seriously because they're 40 now and they've got kids and their family are like, you still... right, I'm only two months away. Come on, don't twist the Just... fucking knife. <laughs> no, but you're good. You don't care about that. But there's a point in a comedian's life and career yeah. where it's not about being funny anymore. It's about being respected yeah. and making a difference. And that's where funny goes to die. Yeah. Too right. And we see it a lot in a lot of comedians. Yeah. And you look at their eye. And I just want to get them and grab them on the shoulders and go, you will make no difference in this world. (laughs) You will say and write nothing that will change anything. All you are is lighthearted fodder to take people's brains out of their brain and away from their world. You are nothing. (laughs) And just see how they react to that. Yeah. Because that's what we are. Yeah. Could you not just notice something about different types of cheese? Come on, mate. Come on. Couscous. Let's chat about that. It's thick, isn't it? Think about the compartments of your fridge. What's the funniest one? Come on now. This is what we're here for. What about, you know, chip and pin, tap and go, whatever it's called. Yeah, exactly. There's got to be an app you don't use that no one uses. (laughs) Draw attention to that. Why don't we eat fudge anymore? Exactly. Come on, let's... Let's get some observations going. Let's distract. <laughs> Let's just plow down and distract. Stop the voices going in people's heads. You can't change anything. Don't make them louder. <laughs> Stop the voices. Here we go. Okay, right. Do you want some correspondence? Yeah. This is really us to let loose, isn't it? Um, here we go. I love a good maze. Old person sayings from your kids. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that was my daughter saying I love a good maze. <laughs> I love a good puzzle. Hmm. Here we go. At her first birthday, on being presented with a slice of cake, my daughter said, thank you. Have you got any clotted cream? What, on her first birthday? <laughs> That's mental. Oh, her first birthday. No, at her first birthday party. Oh, she went to another girl's or boy's party. Yeah. And asked for clotted cream there. This wasn't when she was one years of age. Yeah. That would be quite impressive. What I've realised, Rob. Yeah, go on. From I Love a Good Maze and Have You Got Any Clotted Cream, is these children talking as AOAPs are me. 
Yeah, that's the kind of thing you'd say. They're all the kinds of things I'd actually say. We're laughing about how old they are, like their grandparents. Yeah, we should be three-year-olds talking like Josh. That's what this feature should be called. Let's see if this one works for you. This is from Roxy about her daughter, Naya. Yeah. She recent. Oh, this is the same girl that said about the clotted cream. Oh, yeah. Recently, tapping someone's back when they sneezed and said, you okay, darling? Oh, I wouldn't say that. I think they're just middle class, these kids. Yeah, that's a very polite kid. I was in Bromley, right? I went to the opticians, right, to get my eyes checked. Yeah. Because basically, my eyes don't change prescription. I've got a funny-shaped eye, I've got a rugby ball eye and a round eye. Yeah, right. So that's why I need glasses. They're, they're actually healthy, okay. but because they don't match, it makes stuff out of focus. I'm not judging you, Rob. I'm not judging no, you. No, 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 no. If it's but, all right, if you've got bad eyes. No, 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 no. Let me tell you. So... I don't ever need new prescription. They've been the same for about 20 years of my life. Yeah. So I always just ring up the people I get my glasses off with mine break and they'll say, please, can you send me another pair with the same prescription? However, my prescription was so old, it was illegal for them to do that. What? Because my prescription was like three years out of date, they can't, as an optician, send you glasses because I suppose like if you're driving your car or whatever. Yeah. I was like, okay, I understand that this is the legislation, but my eyes won't change. So I had to go spec seven to spend 25 quid to be told my eyes are fine. Yeah, fine. Again. Yeah. Also, I've got a bit on my eye, right? This is that make you laugh. Where it, um, basically years ago they sent me to like A and E and rushed me in there to get a scan oh on my eye because it looked like my eye was going to explode. Oh my god! Because the blood vessels had swollen, but actually it's just calcium deposits because my teeth aren't fucking big enough. Calcium <laughs> deposits. The calcium kid, absolutely bursting with calcium. There's like calcium growths on my optic nerve that have been there forever. Yeah. It's like a birthmark, she said. Right. But that means every time I go for an eye test it turns into DEFCON 3 because I feel like someone's eyes are about to explode. Oh, my God. And I always have to go, no, 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 and I explain it to them. But the only problem yeah. is, if my eye is about to explode, no one will take me seriously. Yeah, the boy who cried eye exploding. I'll be like, it's the old calcium, but it's not. The boy who cried calcium. The boy who cried calcium. So I went in there and got my... Um, I can't remember, why was I talking? Why are we talking about this, Rob? <laughs> I was about to ask you why you're talking about this. I don't know what this anecdote is for. I went to the opticians. Yeah, but we haven't been talking about the opticians. What were we talking about? What's happened to me? What? What? Why am I talking about this? <laughs> I don't know why. This is know. how people imagine the worst podcasts in the UK. I don't know why. Two I men. There must have been a reason. Why did I start? What did you say to me before I started this? Is it about you okay, darling? No. What else are we talking about? That was it. This is worrying. And I just said I went to the opticians. Yeah, why have My you eyes. Said this? <laughs> what? I don't, I don't know what why are you telling this anecdote? <laughs> I don't understand it. <laughs> I don't know why I'm telling you this. Is there an anecdote? Um, it must have been. So you went to the optician. You give me a potted history of your. I got distracted by calcium eye. Yeah. <laughs> so. You've got a rugby ball shaped eye and a normal one. Yeah. And every twenty and you've had the same prescription for twenty years. Yeah, and I have to Your eyes are fine. Yeah. No? I think that was it. No, that can't <laughs> be. But why have you brought I that know, up? Must I don't know. Oh my word. I don't know why I was talking. Anyway. I've got to get new glasses. Let's <laughs> double that. down. Okay, <laughs> come on, give it to me. Well, I can feel my prescriptions are not strong enough anymore. I'm fully right. aware of it. Well, I'm actually in the market for laser eye surgery, but I don't know where to go and I'm scared. But I don't want to wear glasses anymore. Well, the good thing about that is, is it'll mean that you haven't got any of those awful anecdotes about going to the opticians left. <laughs> yeah, if any fans of the podcast know where I can get my eyes lasered, let me know and I'll never talk about opticians ever again. 
There must have been a fucking reason. Yeah, I'm thinking of going the other way. I'm thinking about going for more statementy glasses. And I know you're going to be excited about that. I like it. No, I'm excited about that. I like it. I think it's a good idea. Yeah. 100%. Okay. All right. Well, watch this space, if you can see it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think that's a good idea, Josh. Okay, good. That is, is worrying, though, isn't it? Why that happened. I wonder if any, how many people have rewound the podcast to see the segue into the anecdote. <laughs> Oh, there is a funny story from it, though. When I got there, she said, have you got glaucoma or cataracts, right? Yeah. And I was like, um, I haven't, but my mum's had detached retinas and cataracts, so I think glaucoma. Mm. And I rung my dad and he was like, no, 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 my mum had, my, my nan, his mum had glaucoma. My dad's just got cataracts and detached retinas. And when, um, yeah, but I do have dry eyes and they water a lot. So basically they water a lot if you've got dry eyes. Yeah. And I went, oh, okay. Went, yeah, because basically my eye's healthy, but there's not enough lubrication on them because, and then he said this out loud on speakerphone and the optician nearly pissed herself laughing or optometrist, I don't know what she is. Stop making stories boring, Rob. Anyway, she went... Um, <laughs> I, I thought that's what your dad had said. No, no, he went, yeah, so they're not lubricated enough, they're dry, but even though they're watering, they're too dry. He went, it's because my brains don't tell them to get wet. <laughs> and the optician lost her mind and I hung up went, is that right and she went yes yeah, about right apart from the brains bit <laughs> it was worth it I'm really worried about that I'm going to have to listen back to that and try and work out what the fuck I was talking about first time you've ever listened back yeah <laughs> I probably won't either to be honest Elevate every morning with Tommy John's second skin underwear the luxurious support of Second Skin guarantees everything will go smoothly. With over 20 million pairs sold and thousands of five-star reviews, guys love Tommy John. Plus, your most valuable assets are covered with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. Shop Tommy John's friends and family sale right now and get 25% off site-wide at TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. See site for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Do you want to hear a funny story I heard about a conversation with a medical professional? <laughs> Go on. So my friend told me this, that he... It doesn't um, even need to be funny at this point. It just needs to be a story. Yeah, I didn't yeah, even yeah. deliver an unfunny anecdote. It wasn't even an anecdote. So, um, you oh, know when your child... fuck! Yes! What? I remembered why no. I was telling why? you. So why? So I was in Bromley and I went to the opticians. I got sidetracked. What I saw in Bromley and I was talking what? about kids. No. Right? The, the whole thing was on your way to the opticians. You've got to be fucking On my life, that's bad, isn't it? So, no. Yeah, outside the opticians, I saw a yeah. kid, and I still don't know why I'm telling you this, but I remember what I was going to tell you, so we're working on it. There was a little boy, I'd say about 18 months old, in a buggy with a woolly out on it, a Millwall one, and on yeah. the top of it, it said, no one likes yeah. us, we don't care. Yeah, classic. And he's 18 months old. Is that it? Sorry. I thought that would be better. <laughs> I'm for the stuff. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh dear. Do you want to hear an anecdote about what someone said to my friend in hospital? Please, yeah, just get me out of my hole. Because it's, it's parenting based. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. 
So you know when you have your kid yeah. and um <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And they come round and do the hearing test. Yes. So they're in the hospital and they're in for a couple of extra days for whatever reason. Baby's a couple of days old and the guy comes around to do the hearing test where they check the child's hearing. Yeah. Sorry, woman. And she goes, um <laughs> I think we could sharpen all these stories up, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Why did it matter if it was a man or a woman? We're just so panicked by gender now. Why did it matter? As woke comedians. Go We've on. done one email. <laughs> Go on. So yeah. she says, you know when you're not confident in an anecdote anyway? Oh, no. Confidence anyway, is low. Confidence is really low. I feel like Marcus Rashford before the World Cup. I just can't get it away. <laughs> can't, can't finish him. Oh, God, it's like playing with a golf ball. <laughs> so she says... Um, I play with a golf ball, mate. It'd be easier to score with a golf ball, wouldn't it? That's, it's a cricket phrase oh, as well. Wow, okay. I, I got confused. Fucking <laughs> 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 disastrous. Okay. okay. So, we're in the hospital, we're in test. Give this us- is a good anecdote. <laughs> yeah. So the nurse comes round yeah. and she goes, um, is there any history of hearing problems in the family? <laughs> yeah. And my friend, the dad, he goes, um, uh, yeah, I was born deaf in one ear. Right. And she goes, do you know the reason for that? And he said, well, actually, what happened was I was originally a twin, but then my mum had a miscarriage. And so I lost the sister in the early stage of pregnancy. Mm. And my family thought that maybe the trauma of that is what led to me being deaf in one ear. Okay. And she looked up at him and went, so should we put you down as not sure? Do you know what that was? That was just bottom corner from the penalty spot. Confidence is back. (laughs) But do you know what the best thing? Apparently, the parents in the next thing behind the curtain just burst out laughing. (laughs) Listen to the whole thing. Well, I think it's those weird things that you and your family talk about. And then they get like, when it gets said to like a medical professional, you feel so stupid. Yeah. Yeah. You've really opened up. You've not slept in two days. You've laid your soul bare. So that's not sure then. Okay. Probably all my trauma. And also, whenever you say, talk about your in trauma, if someone just really cuts it, goes, probably the trauma. Is that, yeah, so not, not sure then. Yeah, okay, not sure. <laughs> he don't know. The old he trauma don't kid don't know. All that trauma. <laughs> oh, dear. Right, should we do some more emails? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. What we got here? Please don't be about eyes. Okay. There's a lot about... Oh, um, no. Rob, I've had a disaster. Oh, no. What's happened? My earphones have stopped working. This is fucking unbelievable. You run out of charge? I can't hear you. I can't hear what's going on. Oh, no. This operation really needs to be smartened up. Hello? Is that good? Can you hear me? Hello? Can you hear me? Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. I can't even find the Zoom because I've hidden it. I can't hear if you're on I don't I can't hear anything. Why is it not making sound? <laughs> Shit hell. So, I can't hear you. To be fair, you did need to hear most of my anecdotes so far. I, I can see your lips moving, but... Yeah, well, um, I don't know what to suggest. The problem is, my earbuds have lost charge. <laughs> 
Josh. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> and this wire's broken. Right. Have you got any other headphones? Hello? Oh, hello. Hello. I'll keep talking. Talk Do you have any other headphones you, headphones you could use? The kids... Yeah, I can hear oh. you now because i am put you on the mic. What about your kids' headphones? That'll be funny. L- little pink ones. I haven't ones. got them. Pink ones. They don't work, do they? I'll go and find... I'll just put these on to charge for one minute because they, they charge in like two minutes <laughs> as a fallback for when I... Wait that. I love watching him scurry out the room. I'm back. Right, cool. So what's what have you done? I've got an idea. So there'll be enough charge on one headphone, and then I'll just keep swapping between them and charging the other one. (laughs) Right. Okay. So how much charge have you got on that headphone? We'll see. (laughs) Hello. Hello. Yep. Yeah, it's working. Yeah, so how much charge have you got? I can't see because it's on my computer rather than on my... Oh, I can click here. <laughs> no, you can't see on your computer. You can okay. only see on your, if I, on your phone. Okay, well, when that dies... But the other headphone's charging, so there's one in there. And then you can put the other one in when it goes. When this dies, so I can just go between Brilliant. them. Brilliant. That's quite a good idea. Yeah. Good problem solver, aren't you, Josh? I'm a, more of a problem creator. <laughs> That's the... <laughs> When you create as many problems as I do, you don't get quite good at solving them. Yeah. You're pretty good with hangovers, aren't you? Yes, I'm an alcoholic. Yes, I... Uh, both days. Um, right, here we go. Here we go. I've got a lot of the worst smells you've ever smelled. But I don't oh, know if... let's do the worst smells you've ever smelled. Okay. I don't know if people like it, though. Here we go. This is a warning if you're eating or anything. Okay. Many years ago... <laughs> We had a shed in the garden that had a small box freezer in it. This used to have all manner of stuff thrown in it when we ordered too much shopping. Take note, Josh. Yeah. One day we had a power cut that meant we lost all the stuff in the freezer as it had defrosted and the contents needed to be thrown away. We refroze it all and waited for the bin day and I emptied everything apart from a frozen lump in the bottom which would not come out. Oh, no. We decided the best course of action would be to turn it off, then empty it in the morning. Oh, no. Now, because we didn't use it much and we had kids to run around after it became that I'll do that tomorrow job. Oh, no. Well, tomorrow didn't come for a couple of months. Whoa. What? So the freezer's been off for a couple of months? Yeah, so they turned it... Basically, they emptied everything out. Yeah. And it was frozen again. But that was stuck to the bottom of the freezer. They right, turned the yeah. freezer off and we're going to get it tomorrow. Yeah. When it had defrosted to lob it. Anyway, this went on for a couple of months. And I went to empty the freezer and then what I thought was either some bread or chips... Hard to distinguish because it was covered in loads of frost the last time we saw it. It turned out to be a chicken. Oh, no. Which had now putrefied. Oh, my God. Exploded. Oh, Oh my God. And was just slimy green juice in the freezer. Oh, fucking Nora. (laughs) Despite tying two T-shirts around my face and trying to hold my breath, (laughs) I'll never forget that green run to smells. It went up my nostrils, Toby. Brutal. Oh, my God. Tony, you poor bastard. Toby. Toby, actually. Toby. Quite a fun name, Toby. Oh, it? my Toby. God. Toby! Yeah. Tobes. Tobes. Okay, let's, I'll do... Um, is there another smell one? Oh, there's a couple more smell ones. Here we go. We'll do one now. We'll do another one another time. Okay. Oh, hello, you beauties. Hello, you beauties. I was temping for a cleaning company to get a bit of extra cash whilst travelling around Australia with my missus. One day, I was clearing a property that, unknown to me, had been left unattended for quite some time. Bearing in mind this was in the blazing heat of Australia. Yeah. In the top floor apartment, I noticed the fridge freezer was taped shut. Oh, my God. It looked heavy, and I wondered if there was anything left inside, so I began to untape the door. 
I'd got all the tape off the door and opened the door to reveal the worst smell I think there has ever been. Imagine a deeply rotting animal carcass. Oh, my God. This was accompanied by the sound of a mixture of maggot sludge and juice plopping onto the floor, splashing up my shins. Oh, my God. I'm feeling sick. I quickly shut the door and tried to tape it back up. <laughs> oh, my God. Before the boss came up the stairs. I don't know why I tried to hide it as the smell was a huge giveaway, let alone the rancid debris on the floor and all up my legs. Oh. After an extended coughing and gagging fit, he said, Billy, mate. Never opened up a taped fridge. <laughs> that old saying. That is a classic. We thought it was best just to crack on as it was almost home time. We didn't want to have to come back to this horrible scenario in the morning. We had to carry it down three flights of stairs, rotting sludge juice and maggots seeping out of the now poorly taped up door. Agitated by every bump on the way down, I was at the lower end. I got covered in the stuff. My boss had to stop to be sick nearly every two minutes. Oh, my God. We were both gagging and eyes were stinging the whole way down. I had to go, had to go back and clean the property the following day and found out it had been left unattended for over three months. Oh, my God. Stop gagging for the rest of the week. Thanks for the last bit. <laughs> never. Billy, mate. Never open a tight fridge. <laughs> poor old Billy oh my god it's such an awful feature this. I know I hate, I hate it, it too. but I want more I all the time I hate I'm sort it. of addicted right yeah. well we've got one more and then it's over should we do it and then we never do it ever again yeah. and then people can know it's over yeah okay hi guys hi I've just listened to your most recent episode and had to get in touch with the worst smell ever it's also one of my biggest parenting fails this only happened the other day. We have one of those Tommy Tippy nappy bins. Other brands available, I'm sure. It's not the BBC. Say what you want here. Yeah. They get pretty full of purely dirty nappies. I removed the bag from the bin, knotted it up and popped it at the top of the stairs with the intention of taking it downstairs slash outside with me in a couple of minutes when I left the house to do school pickup. Well, I forgot, didn't I? Which would be fine if it wasn't for our appropriately named dog, Maverick. Oh, no. Who tore the nappy bin bag to shreds eating the contents of the nappies as he went. Not wanting to limit his fun to one room, he drags the oh, bin no. bag down the oh, stairs fuck. into the living room to finish his snack party in there. When we got oh, home, the smell hit us as soon as we walked through the door. Ah. My five-year-old immediately asking why it smelled like a cow field. Poo nappies everywhere. It was easily the worst thing I'd ever smelt from Annabelle. Oh, my God. That is horrible. When people go, we don't deserve dogs. Do you know what I think we do? <laughs> we don't deserve some dogs. <laughs> some dogs oh my God. are deranged. Yeah, that's too much. What is the dog thinking? Yeah. Because it knows it's not food. Oh, my God. I suppose it was at one point. True. Deep thinkers, dogs. Oh, actually. my God. Yeah. Do you want to do a story or do you want me to do some more stories? Yeah, I'm struggling there, Rob. <laughs> that was awful. <laughs> you feel sick. Right, OK, let's go back to the old faithful. I've got a boomer. Here we go. And we've got, we should say, the top three boomer stories ever. They're too hot for podcasts. So that's a section of the live show, isn't it? Rob? Yeah, we're doing that on the tour. The uh, top three greatest boomers. Yeah. Exclusive to the live guys. Yeah. Here we go. But then we're, I'm sure we'll end up doing it on here at some point as well, won't we? To share the love. Rob. Rob, you're not brilliant at the word exclusive. But yeah, of course we will. There's only so much content to go around. Yeah, but I don't want to feel like people are excluded from anything. The whole point of this is they're not Rob. together. They're not, Rob. <laughs> We've only got so much content. We'll do everything about three times. I bet there's people at home tallied gone. We fucking heard that story about the opticians before. <laughs> God, it's worrying if I ever repeat that one. Did I ever tell you about the time where I went to the opticians <laughs> and they checked my eyes and then what happened? I got a prescription and went home. Yeah. 
Great little story there. Here we go. Boomer story. My parents born in the 60s became parents to kids. By the way, are you still on the same ear- earbud? Yes. They charge so quickly, okay. the old AirPods. Respect the charging. Yeah. Okay, here we go. My parents born in the 60s became parents to three kids themselves in the late 80s, early 90s. Pretty much epitomised the boomer parenting stereotype, particularly my dad, Samsung Dave. Samsung Dave? Yeah, he was called Dave and sold Samsung stuff. Brilliant. He had some classic Brilliant. boomer moments. One that really sticks with me is the time I lost my beloved cat, Ben. One day, Ben didn't come home. I took to the streets with hand-drawn posters of a black cat and, of course, the landline number, stuck them to lampposts and urged neighbours to check sheds, etc. Three days later, we got some intel. A black cat had been spotted by a cyclist in a grass verge about half a mile away. In true boomer style, my dad pointed out this would be a good opportunity to blow the dust off my bike, burn a few calories off and go make sure it wasn't Ben. Yeah. As an optimistic 13-year-old who obviously still believed the glass was half full, I donned my helmet and thought to myself, well, he must know it's not Ben and just wants me to get some exercise. When we got there, of course, it was Ben. Flat as a pancake, stiff as a board. Oh, my... F- oh, no, 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 Slung no. into a bush like an abandoned banana skin. What? The scene was horrifying. What? Thankfully, I got a pat on the back from Samsung Dave, who proceeded to scoop Ben into a safe face plastic bag, hooked it over my handlebars, then encouraged us to take the long way home as dead Ben slapped against my knee on every push. How is this making it better after the smell ones? (laughs) I was so traumatised by the cycle ride, I fled to my bedroom where I watched the funeral unfold from my window as I bawled my eyes out for my dead pet. (laughs) The funeral? Still discussed this day. My dad maintains it was character building and grief is a part of life. So what Sarah's saying there is Samsung Dave knew it the cat was dead on the side of the road. Yeah. And rather yeah. than going to sort it himself and say, yes, he had oh died, he made his 13-year-old cycle there to see it for herself. Oh, my God. That is brutal. Oh I need, I need that. that is why I'm with Apple. <laughs> That's why you can't go Android. For that kind of sick behaviour. <laughs> the Samsung Galaxy can fuck off if that's the way their employees behave. Unless they want, unless they want us to say a little advert for them, then they can sort of. Yeah, of course. Very much... uh, I like. I, I just think that thing where the phone folds out is actually a very good feature. Exactly. If they've got the money for me to say that. If anything, Samsung, you can fuck off or fuck in. Come on board. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. It's better to be pissing out the tent than have them pissing in, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know what that means, but yeah. That's a political tactic. Is it? Yeah. So what do you do? So if you've got someone yeah. who's trouble, mm. like say Boris Johnson, when Theresa May was prime minister. Yeah, he's trouble. He's trouble. She knows he's trouble. But you put him in the cabinet and the theory is it's better to have him in the cabinet pissing out. Right. Than have him pissing in. Sure. Of the of tent. the cabinet or the tent. Of the cabinet yeah, tent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. That, that makes it. It's about keep your friends close, enemies close. Yeah, it's like keep your enemies close. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But don't piss on them. No, don't piss on them yeah. unless that's what you're into. Yeah, well, you know, each their own. If you are into pissing on each other, scatological stuff, and you want to advertise on here, more than welcome. Exactly. We're very much an open door covered in piss podders. We're an open door, yeah. Right, I think this one might be a bit more upbeat than the last ones. Okay. Hi, Rob and Josh. Following on from your pre-Christmas episode and getting your knob out in the kitchen. It may, you remember this? Oh, yeah, yeah. Where we said that and then Michael cut it out of yeah. the Christmas episode. Yeah. It made me laugh out loud and brought back a memory for when I was cooking dinner and was getting our dinner out of the oven. No, no, don't do it. When I was cooking... Oh, not getting not getting the food out of the oven. That is not the time to get the old fella out. <laughs> well, she was getting the food out of the oven and oh, her sure. husband decided to get his knob out and flash me. What? So she's getting the food out of the oven and he goes, hey, look at that, and has got his willy out. Yeah. For some reason to this day, I can't fathom why... 
I popped yeah. my oven-gloved hands around his said knob, <laughs> forgetting I'd just got to trout the oven at 200 degrees. Oh, no. <laughs> You husband screaming in horror and calling me all the names under the sun. <laughs> Luckily, he didn't have any burns, but funnily enough, he's never got his, he's never got his knob out in the kitchen yeah. again. <laughs> Please keep me anonymous. It's the only way to learn. It's the only <laughs> way to learn. kill me. Love the podcast and the book. Keep doing what you're doing. It's age from Anon, quite rightly, Anon. I would pay a lot of money to watch that man's face in the seconds before and after the oven glove. Knob grab. That might be some people's kink. You might be. I wonder whether people like oven gloves in sex. They're quite kind of... I could see that. That's quite cosy, isn't it? It feels like you've been wanked off by a telly subby, though. Yeah, well, you know, wouldn't say no. <laughs> okay. okay, let's try and keep this pure. Wouldn't say po. It's been... Oh, thank you, Josh. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Lovely stuff. It's all been worth it. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. Po means po. Okay, guys. Poe means poe. If you're in the kitchen with the oven glove. Here we go. Things you made your parent go to. Oh, yeah. Hello, just wanted to write in about things you dragged your parents to when you were young. So I went through a brief goth stage in my early teens and really wanted to see corn live. Yeah, wouldn't consider them goth, but fair enough, yeah. They're quite heavy metal rock, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, new metal, I suppose, corn would have been, wouldn't they? What's Slipknot? Is that... Yeah, that's new metal. Same. My stepdad thought I was too young to go without any adults, so he said he'd come with me and my friends. Yeah. I'm not sure how well he knew Korn's music before agreeing to this, but I'll never forget the look on his face as they came on stage screaming and swearing with the heavy metal music. Love the podcast. Thanks for the Steph. Imagine... I'd have enjoyed that. Korn, I don't think I could... Act. Well, no, it depends. If you're aware of what's going on, I'd go to a Korn gig out of, like, curiosity. Morbid curiosity, yeah. But if you didn't know about them at all... Nah. If I was taking my daughter to see a band, yeah. I'd do some research. Yeah, but this guy's a bit of a maverick, isn't he? Yeah. Just, I can't see Corn with you. Have you seen the Woodstock documentary with Corn in it? The 99? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a good documentary, that, isn't it? Oh, God, I loved it so much. I mean, it's bleak as well. Yeah, let's keep but... it positive. Is it Backstreet Boys, Manchester. The first two parts are quite funny, and then it gets really grim. Here we go. Hi, Rob and Joshua. I once took my dad to a Backstreet Boys concert in Manchester. Me and my friend were 15 years old, yeah. and we have managed to get front row seats. Whoa! Exciting, isn't it? My dad, bless him, sat next to us eating his sandwiches while Backstreet's back <laughs> and all their other hits boomed around the MEN arena. He did get up and have a little sing-along eventually. Thanks for your laughs and giggles every week. R and J, Janine, Kenya, Kenya, Kenya. It's exciting, isn't it? I want to go on a safari with the kids. Do you? Mm. Yeah. Too young, I think. I saw a thing. Have you ever seen that program where it's like the best hotels in the world? Yeah. And there was one, and I think it's in Kenya. The giraffes' heads come in through the windows while you're eating breakfast, and they eat off the same tables as you. Yes. Is that what you want? That's what I want to do, Rob. <laughs> That's my anecdote. You want to go somewhere where a giraffe can put his head through the window and eat off your plate? Yeah, totally. Yes, please. That looks good. I'd like that. Yeah. How quickly will that novelty wear off once they've eaten your fifth croissant? Well, I'd say I wouldn't book it for a six-month stay, but I'd say three days, you know. First morning, you're right by the window. Second morning... My headphone's gone. My headphone's gone. The headphone's gone. Change it to the other one. Change it to the my other one. My headphone's gone. Don't worry. Got back up. I'm back in the game. Oh, that was good. Can't hear you. Can you hear me? Oh, no. Hello? You're back in the game? I'm back. Perfect. Yep. I've just read this one from Katrina. It really made me laugh, Josh. Yeah. This is okay. weird things you've accidentally ordered when exhausted from parenting or otherwise. Great. 
I Great. was once so tired and sleep deprived, I accidentally ordered a bathtub to my work office. Fuck, what? Rather than my home. Oh my God. What? Worst part is they wouldn't take it away. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine you're sat at work going, oh, my bathtub's getting delivered today. Yeah, my neighbours said she'd let me in with it. That's exciting. <laughs> uh, there's a parcel for you, Katrina, at the front desk. Partner, I haven't ordered any. <laughs> it's your bath. Oh, my God. They wouldn't take it away. That is brutal. Name and shame next time, Katrina. To be fair, though, yeah. you, you should have to pay for second delivery. Yeah, fine. But I think they should go, all right, we get it. You're in a pickle here. <laughs> you know, we... Okay, you're stressed. You know what you need? Nice bath. Yeah. Let's sort this out. <laughs> get down reception. Put on some smooth grooves and relax. This episode is brought to you by Rockstar Energy Drink. Be honest. Are you procrastinating by listening to this podcast? It's okay. You just need Rockstar Focus. Choose from three delicious flavors, each crafted with ingredients for an ideal energy and mental boost, like lion's mane, 200 milligrams of caffeine, and zero sugar. Visit rockstarenergy.com to learn more. At least 75 milligrams of caffeine has been shown to help improve attention. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Right, another one. Things you've, you've ordered when exhausted. I'm enjoying these. Yeah, they're good. Here we go. Ages ago, you did a feature about silly things you've done when you're tired, embarrassing things you've forgotten. Yeah. In lockdown, getting an online shop was a tall order. My husband managed to get a Morrison shop, but we were also getting food for his elderly parents who were isolating. They prefer Sainsbury's, so he managed last minute. What he forgot to do was cancel the Morrison's delivery. <laughs> to secure the delivery, you had to spend £40. So he had put in a reasonably priced bottle of whiskey with the thought of removing it and doing the actual shop later. Yeah. One night, the doorbell rang, and you guessed it. It was Morrison's with our one single bottle of whiskey. The delivery man looked at us holding our newborn child with utter disgust. (laughs) Catherine. Oh, that is an expensive old bottle of whiskey, isn't it? 40 quid. 40 fucking beans. (laughs) I'm going to order a bottle of whiskey for 40 quid for a week's time. Have you ever done that thing where you send a delivery to someone else's house? Bit of fun? No, never. Oh, that's fun. Who have you done that to? Like a friend, like, you know, someone will say something and you'll go, you know, I do it with Amazon as well. That's quite fun. So someone will say, tell you who I hate, whoever, <laughs> say, Richard Maidley. Nelson Mandela. Tell you who I hate, Nelson Mandela. <laughs> Why? And then you think, <laughs> okay, it's a bit I'm going to order them five copies of Nelson Mandela's Long Walk to Freedom and send them to their house. Oh, no, I've not done that. I've done been in Weatherspoons and sent a uh, fried egg to random oh, tables. Yeah. yeah, that's fun. That is fun, isn't yeah. it? Do you want a, a quick one about finding sex toys? Yes, please. Hi, Rob and Josh. Listening to the latest episode, Rob mentioned children must have found their parents' sex toys. I remember the time now. My 15-year-old cousin was about three or four years old. His mum was selling and summer's products. The parties at home with dildos and dressing up and lots of drinks. Yeah. Yeah, I think we all know what that is, don't we? 
What kind of squares finding out for the first time? Finally, I know what Anne Summer is up to. Exactly, yeah, yeah. She kept all of her kit in a suitcase in the wardrobe. Here we go. My cousin was having one of those nights where he refused to go to sleep. He was up about two hours after bedtime, then he suddenly stopped coming down to say he couldn't sleep. So we decided to go up and check on him. We found him in his mum's bed with various sex toys and lingerie scattered around the room and cuddling a turned-on rampant rabbit vibrator fast asleep. Fast asleep? A lock was put in the suitcase after that. Oh, thank God. He was, he was three or four then. I thought it was the 15-year-old, and I was like, fucking no. hell, that's mental. No. Just cuddling a vibrator. No, it was three or four. Gee, I mean, I remember being a sort of horny teenager. I never... I've never spooned a vibrator, have you? No. That was when it was about... So I just thought it was toys, a three or four-year-old. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Sweet, though, isn't it? In a way. If you couldn't get your baby to sleep, except by putting a vibrator vibrating into their cot for them to sleep with, Mm -hmm. would you do it? This sounds worse, but I'd insert it into a teddy. (laughs) (laughs) So they could hug the teddy, not the actual vibrator. I think that's okay because yeah. it's all new product, isn't it? I, I, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. that is really problematic if it's a uh, yeah, yeah, if it's one that's still in a still in its prime. Yeah, these are demonstration. Yeah. Did your mum ever have an Ann Summers party, Rob? Yes, no, she did actually. She sold it, but we found the order book, so I knew whose mum had a vibrator. Your mum was selling Ann Summers. My mum sold all sorts. Avon lady, Ann Summers lady, Tupperware parties. Um, yeah. I'm going to read this one, Josh. Hi, Robert Josh. Okay. Please keep me anonymous to save my husband from divorcing me. Oh, my word. For sharing this story. Here we go. I recently listened to an episode which reminded me of a funny story I had to share with you. I once went to the opticians and I got my eyes checked and got a prescription. <laughs> Thanks for the podcast. Here we go. After 36 hours of labour with my first son, I had to be rushed to theatre as the baby was in distress and I needed a ventouse before a possible C-section if the baby didn't arrive immediately. Quite stressful, that, after 36 hours of labour. In the melee that followed, the decision to go to theatre, my husband was given scrubs and told to put them on in the ensuite before following us to theatre. It wasn't until a few hours after my son was safely delivered that my husband told me he needed to go and get dressed. I asked him what he meant. (laughs) It turns out that because he'd never worn scrubs before or been in an operating theatre, he didn't realise you just put them over your clothes. (laughs) (laughs) He had stood near to me and countless of amazing professionals who helped deliver the baby in theatre completely naked. (laughs) But for scrubs, no boxers, no socks, nothing. <laughs> Anonymous. Really strong. It's a strong ending, isn't it? Love that. We love your emails. Oh, Thanks for sending sh- them in. It was a shaky start, but absolute top-notch ending. Yeah. Um, yeah, please keep sending stuff in. I really enjoy the stuff you've ordered when you're tired. Yeah. And it surprises you when you turned up. That's great No more stuff. smells, though. No more smells. No more RB optician stories from me. No. Hopefully, if I get laser-eyed surgery, I'll never have to go to opticians ever again. Hit me up if you want to do yep. that. Burn my eyes. Um, Josh. Is that the best way to get a laser eye surgery? Just get someone who email in who might, you know. Probably not. Should you not no. go on Google Recommends or something? Probably. Like, check some reviews. Yeah, but I'm quite lazy with admin. Okay. Okay, fine. Your choice. <laughs> yeah, my it's choice. no biggie. We'll see how they get on. But if it goes wrong, it's fine. So do my eyes. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Josh, I'll speak to you next time. See you later. Thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs>